episode number 91 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a joy to see your, uh, your, 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 your beardless face once again. Of it's course. Been, it's, been, it's been a long time waiting, I think. Well, I think... Well, for, welcome back, Kyle. Well, thanks, thanks, Tom. Um, I'm a little bit under the weather at the moment. This uh, storm, Karen or Kira, or Kira, whoever the hell he's called or she is, uh, is taking taking a bit out of me. And I think it's also to do with the the flight. I've been I've been saying to Debbie it's the coronavirus, but she's uh, she's not quite having that 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 anyway. So it's a bit does a man flu, Tom. So apologies if I sound a bit croaky on the the good old TRS, but. Uh, <laughs> It's just good. It's just good to be back. That's that's say, all I'm going to say. The listeners will be delighted to have your your rambling tones back. And actually, we've got a, so this week, listeners, we've got Kyle's going to give us a recap of what he's been up to in the over in the states. We've got the a bit more detail on Debbie's win, which is fantastic. We talked a bit about it last week in, in that Tallahassee marathon, and and really that's going to be the crux of it. There's a bit of news as well, but really, Kyle, everyone wants to hear about how was your how was your running uh, holiday. Oh, the the running. Well, firstly, it wasn't a running holiday. I, I, as as always with uh, with with holidays, I, I go on a holiday and I look at a race and and uh, and go right. I'm going to do that race, or we're going to get involved in that race. So we happened to find the the, the Tallahassee Marathon, and uh, I thought. So we, we we were at Universal. We went to Orlando, and um, myself, uh, Debbie, and the wee man Logan. And you know Logan's not really old enough to experience uh, what Universal is, but you know <laughs> selfishly we were we were having much fun on the single rider queues. Um, there's also child swap at Universal Orlando as well. Um, okay. So there's like Islands of Adventure. There's all these roller coasters, and there's a Universal Studios theme park. And and uh, ah, I was having a I was having a whale of a time, and it was brilliant, you know. And and, and we happened to you know. Taper quite quite well and riding the roller coasters as a as a tapering mechanism. So uh, as a as a so just to give a bit of context, I know listeners love to hear about how people fold running into their holidays. So you flew out on what the weekend and the Tallahassee Marathon was the weekend after. Is that right? Correct, precisely. Okay, so yeah. a week of a week of theme park tapering, theme and park hot, tapering. And hot dog feeling. Yeah, making sure that I had uh, I didn't have my 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 flatties on. Very well. <laughs> he learns. He uh, learns his lessons. Exactly. So uh, I tell you what, the amount of walking you do in theme parks. I mean, I, I think I actually did more mileage um, during my holidays than I have been in the last few weeks of running. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the walking, like so. Like if you've got seven days of theme parking, that's like let's say oh. seven miles a seven eight miles a day. You know, times that by what what that what's that fifty miles a week or something? Just the walking. That's probably what I'd be probably doing. Um, you know. No wonder your hips goosed. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I thought it would actually help it. You know. I mean, I did a couple of easy runs, but in uh, a couple of you know short tapered sessions on the treadmill. But um, but one thing, I mean, I, I might I might kind of you know get into a slight rant as we speak right now. Orlando, you can't bloody run in the place, man. Jesus Christ! I mean, maybe just America itself. Why, why can't I, you run in it? Because you can't, you can't get anywhere. Like there's, there's, you've got, you get to a crossroads, you get, you, you get to a crossing, and you can't, you've got to wait about ten minutes to cross, cross the road, because it just doesn't, <laughs> it just doesn't go red it's for the pedestrians. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bonkers, as Tom would, Tom would say. 
So you're it, on the. Tr- uh, I get, and it must. The weather must have been pretty warm then as well. It was quite warm. It started off quite cool. I say cool, 22 degrees, folks. So it was pretty, pretty warm oh, for, for us. Uh, for us, ginger, ginger Scots, um, and uh, and it, it, you know the the, the last the, the last week we were there, it it kind of started rising up to the the late twenties into the thirties. So it was uh, it was fantastic weather for for uh, for just chilling out, you know, theme so, park. So and on that, so you spend a day. When do you when do you fit your running in around a day on your feet at a theme park? I mean, I haven't done, I haven't been to a theme park in, I don't know, maybe a decade, and I wasn't running at that time. So you must be knackered by the time you, do you run in the morning or do you run afterwards? Well, you don't, you don't run at you all. You run. just theme park. That's your, that is your <laughs> exercise. No, right. uh, I, we, what we did was we we got up quite early, and and because of the time clock, you actually you you get up at six in the morning, and it's like ten mm. o'clock, well eleven o'clock uh, in the morning back home. So. You're, okay. you're wide awake, you know. You're you're buzzing at six a.m. It's brilliant. Um, yeah. And uh, we we mainly just did went on the treadmill and ran there. It's quite. You know, I wouldn't want Debbie to go out running, especially with the wee man. So it was, we did a couple of buggy runs. We took that out and about uh, stroller with us. They call it's it a not... stroller in America. So oh, listen uh, to him. Listen to him. He's taking exactly. the trash. <laughs> How did you get on running on the sidewalk, anyway, Carl? Was that uh, that that was okay? Sidewalk, yeah. not a pavement. Oh yes, so uh, I need to tell you my story, but I'll tell you about that just now. That's another okay. story. So remember Ailish McCoggan? Uh, well, you might not remember, but I'm sure some of you listeners follow her on Instagram and Insta Story, whatever it's called. Uh, she put up a wee, um, a wee, a wee uh, image of of her running on on this, these trails in Florida, because she was in Florida and Orlando, um, and they're very similar to Kenyan trails. She said, so. Where she was was where we went for a wee run, and it was fantastic. It was like an almost exact 10-mile loop um, on these dirt trails, and it was actually, mm. um, it was I think it was min, it's been it's maintained by the local triathlon club as oh, well as a sign. And it's like so we get there on the Sunday morning, and there's all these groups of runners and coaches getting all ready to do a session there, and uh, nice. you know the coaches got the bike and the car and they're doing a group session it was fantastic to watch that's cool um, but i mean obviously so we we took the stroller uh and and just did an easy run there and and it's like it was the orange it's orange county so there was all these oranges in the trees and i didn't eat any like the, i think i tried to and one of them was sour so didn't, didn't bother us but uh yeah that was uh that was pretty cool um and just it's cool so the other story about the sidewalks. So I'm, I went out for a wee run. Uh, it was last week actually, post marathon. It was probably the first kind of proper, you know, recovery run I did. And uh, I'm running along, and I stop again. You know, all these bloody, you know, 200 meters. Every 200 meters, you have to stop for another road or a junction or what whatnot. Um, so I stop, wait about 10 minutes for the the lights to go uh, to go red. Sorry, green. Well, red, green for me and red for the cars. And um, in America, obviously, you can take a right. In some places, you can take a right turn when it's a red light. Uh, so as long as there's no pedestrians coming, but it's green for the pedestrians. So I proceeded to walk across the road, not run, because that's, you know, that cars won't see me as much. Um, so I walked across the road. I get about three meters off the, the sidewalk, as you call it, Tom. And... Uh, Look to the left, and this car is coming at me, turning to the right. Has no idea that I'm there, and I'm like, "What do I do? Do I keep going? 
do I keep going past the car or do I wave it down or do I go back? And I was like, if I do any of them, that car is going to run me over. So I stopped, turned turned forward to look at the car because I wouldn't have had time to like, you know, go past the car. So it started accelerating towards me and I'm like waving like mad. The car goes straight into me and, and I'm on the bonnet. I mean, oh, it wasn't, shit. yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't do a topsy-turvy or anything like that, you know, I was, I was okay. So I get a bit of a fright and, you know, he sees me obviously when I slam, slam his bonnet and I'm like lying on his, on his windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> like a fly, splat exactly. on the windshield. And, uh, so I'm doing that and then the boy starts laughing at me. He starts <laughs> laughing at me. So I saw red, Tom. I saw, Did you? I, oh, I saw red, like, so I, yeah, uh, I get off his bonnet and I go around the car and, I'm like, I slammed the window, and I thought, you know what, that's not good enough. Opened the the boy's door, gave him a wee shove. I thought, what the, what the goose are you doing? It was a little bit more than that. Um, and uh, he goes, did you not see me? Do you think it's funny? And and he just kind of was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should be sorry. Um, just look where you bloody go. And then I just slammed the door again and, and walked away. But what a shock I got, you know. Like, cause he, I mean, he wasn't going, he wasn't going one mile an hour. He was accelerating into a main, a major road. But uh, was it? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna take the, the, the prosecution here. Was he, uh, was it, was it his right of way? No, I was on, I was already on, cause the, it was, I was already on the road. So okay, so um, you can't go he, through. He, it's my right of way. He should be right, waiting okay. for me. Um, but, How old was uh, the guy? Was he a young guy? He was an older guy, like, but okay. he was... Uh, I'm glad you're I, all right, man. That's not so good. But it was, I mean, regardless of his age, he, sh- he, should, he shouldn't be bloody... He should be looking where he's going, you know? I mean, yeah. Oh, no, so I totally I, agree. So what I want to hear from the listeners is... Because I want... It was quite relevant. I mean, although I was walking, I was a bit... I, I got a bit peed off with the whole traffic system and running in America, and I'm sure it's not the case everywhere in America, but certainly in, in Orlando, it was, it was horrendous. Um, for for runners. So what what I want to find out is has anyone had near misses like mine? Uh, you know, I hope hope nothing worse. But I'm sure some of the listeners have got some stories that they want to well, share. And uh, I know our man Cal Neff when he was over, he was telling us he got hit by a car a couple of years ago. Uh, he was out with a club run. You know, when you go as a I'm pretty. I comes it last year anyway. And he anyway he got uh, hit by a car when he was crossing the road. Someone came around straight on a corner too fast and. and oh really? Yeah, not so good. Jeez, no. But anyway, God, that's uh, eventful, and this is all before your marathon. So, well, so you're lining up after, the marathon. That one, that one was after the marathon. So, all uh, right, okay. So there was no excuse about my times or my placing because of right. that incident. So there's there's no issue there. But so let's uh, so let's go to the marathon then. Tell us about the marathon. That's what we're all on ten hooks oh, here. Ten hooks. Well, I mean, what is there to say? I was uh, I think I was second. Um, I'm pretty happy with that, but. You know, my wife trumps me this time again, this time around, you know, as a her, her main Absolutely, sport yeah. being, being the triathlete she is, and I'm meant to be the runner, and she uh, she gets the first and I get the second, so... Um, Welcome but, to my you know, world. <laughs> it, it must feel that being the, the lesser of the man, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it, mate. You, you, you eventually yeah. just develop a pride. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so now I know how Tom feels. We can... We can uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can find something else to do, eh? Like tiddlywinks. I'm sure they won't be as good as. But anyway, I was quite happy with, uh, you know. I mean, I, I think I was quite honest before the the race. Um, you know, I, I don't think uh, 
I haven't, you know, been training my heart out for the, the Tallahassee mm-hmm. Marathon. And like I say, we it was a holiday and there was a happens to be a marathon and uh, and it's you know it's, I'm not going to lie, there's a wee bit of prize money there. So uh, and, and nice. you know there was we we got we got a free entry and we got a night's hotel. So it's a, it's a little perk of of uh, of of being a what do you call it a, a subelite Sub, yeah <laughs> Sub, subelite so uh yeah we we thought you never know we'll enjoy it even if we don't get we don't get in the podium it's still a it's still a day out it's still we get to to see another part of the world and absolutely yeah it's a holiday a, a running event within a holiday so um so yeah i mean the, the event initially it was it was great start 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 at half seven in the morning it was a great, great morning. There was no wind. It was nice and cool. Perfect conditions for a fast marathon time. Um, so I'm looking at the course profile, and I thought, ah, it's a couple undulations, you know, in the first half. Bloody hell. Like, they were this stuff and down. It was like the wacky days. Really? I thought I was back in Universal theme parks again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, I, I, so I went off, like, at a decent, you know, not, not eyeballs out. You know, I wasn't going... Was it a race? How did the race unfold? Well, that was the point. You know, I, I said that at the start. You know, I mean, we're all, you know, I'll, I'll get to times. Yeah, it'll be competitive, stuff. yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't really bored about times, but in at the back of my the back of my mind, I, I wanted to get a sub two thirty. I, I wanted all my marathons to be under two thirty, and unfortunately, this one wasn't the case. But um, but uh, so I started off, and I was around you know about five forty five pace. But I was running based on not not a time. I was running running the races racing it yeah uh, and i was with the one of the guys who happened to to become he he happened to to get third place he he went off like a bullet and i was like really i'm not running with that man like what an idiot (laughs) you know maybe he's not an idiot if he sustains the pace but he he ran a 236 and he was running about 520 for the first couple of miles so i don't know what planet he was running on um but uh so, but the guy who ended up winning the race, he he was I was I was with him for the first sort of three or four miles and um and uh, and then he he just happened to to crack on and push the pace on and and I was like nah I'm not going with that nah I'm not I'm not I'm not going to run you know he, he kind of put he started going a little bit faster and I just mm-hmm. wasn't comfortable going up going you know pet absolutely wet you know. What you would I, call too it. hard, too early. Yeah. Well, yeah, the thing yeah. is, I guess for you, he might have come back. Well, that's it. I always have that. Overcook it, if, yeah. It's happened before in races that I've, I've, you know, certainly in marathons and ultras that you, you can see someone shoot off like a bullet, and you can see them, you know, crawling, crawling at the end, you know, or uh, slowing considerably down that you just pass them. So I was just like, nah, I'm not going to bother with it with him. And uh, and we got to, so I was. I ended up going past the guy who ended up in third place around about mile six or seven, and he didn't look like I was. He was going, early, yeah, he didn't look like he was going to go past me again. So that was quite quite reassuring. And from that there on in, the, the other guy in the league ahead, he pu- kept pulling that pulling away from me, and I just was like, you know, I'll, I'm I'm just comfortable in second place. I'll just hold this pace, uh, nice and relaxed, and got to halfway in about seventy four. 20-ish, I think, um, and uh, and then yeah, a couple of miles after that, uh, it was it was a nice course, but the, the second half was a lot flatter than the first half. So okay. I thought I thought it'd be easy enough to like you know do the same kind of split again. But I got to about mile 15, and 
I didn't, my hip wasn't, it just didn't feel right. It just felt every, it didn't, I mean, it didn't feel right at the start. I just felt like every step was sore and I was still able to run through it. But um, I think that impacted on, on, on the, the, the second half of the run. And I just, I just slowed it down a lot. And I, I was, mm. when I got, there was, I think it was about mile 18. Yeah, mile 17, 18. There was a turnaround. So there was an out and back section. Mm-hmm. And you could see for miles who was ahead of you and who was behind you. Um, and I had like a massive lead. Well, not a massive lead. I had a massive gap between myself and third place. And I, all I had to do was just slow it down again and mm-hmm. just hold on to second place. Uh, by that point, I wasn't bothered about times. I was just bothered about just getting second. And if yeah. the guy in first, he didn't look like he was going to slow down any anything. So I, I ended up just... Yeah, just kind of slowing it down a wee bit and just you know cruising in for the the, the second half of the race nice. for the se- second place. Uh, so it was good. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was pretty. I think I was kind of ha- happy that I I got second. A little bit disappointed I didn't get sub two thirty, but you know I treated it as a as a controlled run. I didn't treat it as a time trial. I didn't go to the well. I felt like I, the following the, the days preceding the race that I could go out for an easy run again so it wasn't mm-hmm. like uh, and that was the whole idea was to to do the marathon and not you know not lose a week or, yeah. weeks of of um of, of getting back to it but uh yeah and then when I finished the race picked up Logan from the the babysitter the nanny and uh he of course, was yeah. yeah he was absolutely fine we did vet the babysitter we uh-huh. even got references from their the the principal of uh, of the, the you know the school that the, the babysitter worked at and um, it was good to see him back and then watch Debbie and I saw her you know in the out and back section <coughs> she was um, you know she was looking decent enough and and she she came in for the for the win so it was it was great to see how she got on and uh, yeah I mean she's I, I did say to her she can come on the show and you can. She can tell. She can tell you her her recap, and so yeah. we'll get we'll, we'll get to her once I've I've been I've had my yes. my moment of of glory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, but that yeah that was the race. But I'm gonna um, I'm drinking my red wine here. Sorry, folks. Yeah, he's um, sitting there. You can tell that Carl's not. Uh, Carl's, he's sitting there. They got a bottle of wine in front of him. I'm I'm ill and I'm I'm just my, my throat's a bit dry, folks. Right. So I'm just wetting it. You see, you're yeah. killing me here, mate. I'm 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 deep in the marathon grind. I'm sitting here with a, I'm and that you know when you're you're marathon train, you're just hungry all the time. I'm oh. hungry. I've got a glass of water and I'm watching you sink a bottle of wine. Glass of what water? Bloody hell, man! Mate, to get uh, that, to change that, you know. No, uh, we're all in, all in. <laughs> that is uh, that is dedication there. So so yeah. Anyway, well, I'm going to have a little another rant, folks. Um, now this rant, take it as it is, I suppose, um, based on all the information that you've heard about these vapor flies. So, as some of you might may or may not know, um, I, uh, I, you know, I was going to find a pair of next percents in in, in the US uh, whilst I was there. Yeah. Because you know you've got <laughs> that 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 could have been the difference between second and first potentially, yeah. even fourth and third. I don't know. So. Um, I, I intentionally left my Nike four percents at home because oh, I was that mate. confident that I would find a pair of next percents uh, when I went to the US. And I, oh mate, I did. 
I dear, my, oh dear. I know, I know. What a rookie error that was. So I take my Zoom flies, mind you, my, my cheeky wee, uh, my £40 outlet Zoom flies with me. <laughs> and uh, and so I had a backup, you know. And they have, apparently they have got a carbon plate, but just not there. They just have Yeah, they don't have the same foam. Yeah, yeah, they don't have the good foam. Exactly. Um, so, so aye, yes, aye. I was running about the outlets, thinking that I would find a pair. The of outlets? Are you well, taking, are you, are you, you born yesterday? This is well, a premium shoe, mate. Well, I know that, but I thought I could find a, at least a pair of 4% in the Nike outlet. Because they're that old, you know, <laughs> like surely they're going out, they're out of production now and they're, they're into the outlets. But anyway, I, I did find a couple of Zoom flies because you can't get enough of The Zoom flies are fantastic. Yeah, they, they're they're like a Pegasus. They're so comfy. And uh, yeah. maybe not, I, I, I've never, I, I'm saying they're like a Pegasus Turbo. I've never worn a, a Pegasus Turbo. So I've got, I'm just guessing that it feels like that because it's, uh, you know, it, it's just a comfortable shoe. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, Searched high and low for next percents all over Tallahassee, all over Gainesville, all over Orlando, all over Florida, basically looking for a pair. Did you go to? Did you find an actual Nike store? No, no, I found running Ah, stores. Um, So I looked all over Florida for next percents in these running stores. I was phoning from the the hotel phones, looking for have you got next percent size UK nines that I could, I could buy? So $250, so a little bit cheaper in America yeah. than they are in, in the UK. N- n- the only pair I could find were a size UK 10, right, or the whole of Florida in stock. And I was like, this is, oh I'm like four days to go, and I thought, God, I'm, I'm going I, I'm, I'm to miss this. So I was like, right, I'll phone again, three days to go, this shop might have them. So I went there and, and they uh, they didn't have them. And then by this point, I'm like, right, well, we're going to Tallahassee on Friday. So that only gives me a day. Well, I ordered them online on, in the Nike shop and realized that they're not going to come in time. So and it, so I'm, I'm at the point now thinking, right, I'm wearing a pair of poor man's Vaporflies for this Tallahassee race. I'm, I'm already on the back foot. Now, I've never... And now this might this might apply to this is the first time in in my running career that I've actually felt that I might get beaten by technology here. Somebody wearing a better shoe than than I am. That's do you not think though? Like that's and that, that got me down. That actually that's that's so stressful. what so what did the guy what was Brian Morsland wearing? He was wearing a pair of Nike four percents. I could see it. Mm. I could see the way he was running past me. He was he was uh, bouncing away like. But that, was that's. Four, it was that the 4%. Is, that, that's why he beat me. It was just the 4%. I'm sure, That yeah. seven minutes uh, was just uh-huh. the 4%. <laughs> oh, Kyle, mate. I could have told you that. That was a... Uh, you should have ordered that. You should, that's a... Uh, uh, I, I feel bad for you, but my sympathy is limited. That's uh <clears throat> What were you thinking, man? I know. Leaving your 4% at home. But then I started, like... I, I, like, Debbie, she'll... Uh, she might mention it, but she mentioned it to me. She was getting pissed off by my attitude towards it. And I was like, Debbie, think about it. Like I'm going in a race thinking if I I could come like it's only it's only the Tallahassee Marathon it's not the Olympic Trials but mm-hmm. like if say it was the Olympic Trials and you've got all these fast runners and you're in your shitty pair of your your poor man's vapor flies everyone's wearing the the all fancy pants shoes you're gonna and, and it's your, it was it was my fault like I'm happy to mm. to purchase them but uh, it was the first time that I've actually felt like you know like a cycling race. 
that person's got a better bike than me, they're going to beat me, mm. but I'm actually better than them as a cyclist because I'm fitter. But mm-hmm. they, they've got a, a bike that's five thousand pounds, uh, you know, better than my one. That, but that, that's I've never actually. That's it's never. Yeah. It's the only. It's the only time that's ever I've ever felt that uh, I've been cheated by, um, by a by a you know something other than and than me. You know. The, the, the only thing I would say to that is you've run, you've run faster than that in a lesser shoe though. Exactly. Well, that's it, and that's so, what Debbie you know, said. She said, "Look at Fiona. Fiona ran her two forty-two, and uh, she had a pair of Nike percent. She didn't like them, so she wore yeah. her Boston's, didn't she?" Uh, Fiona's run. No, Fiona ran Chicago in a pair of Boston's, and yeah. she ran, <clears throat> but she ran Berlin two forty-two in a pair of uh, Vaporfly. I think. I think. Yeah, I think she did. Did she? I'm I don't know. Really sure. I anyway, it's opposite way round. Ooh, I'm not sure. But I mean, it's, anyway, yeah. But I think that's an interesting one. But again, that's there is that's a shame that you've obviously that's a mental thing. Then it was. It really got like it didn't stress me out, but well, it did a little bit because I was looking. I was wasting time looking for a, a shoe that I couldn't get. Um, but at the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, it didn't make a difference to my result because I was, yeah. I was, I was, I wasn't going to get seven minutes from a a, a trainer. Like a a four percent, even an alpha fly, I wouldn't I wouldn't gain uh-huh. seven minutes. There's no way in hell I would do that. Um, and and the guy in third, you know, obviously maybe I would have, maybe I might have got a couple of minutes quicker. Who knows? Uh-huh. Who cares? But uh, the result still still stands. So I was stressing over nothing really. Um, mm. But there's always that risk. But I, I just so, so I, the Debbie, what the Debbie wear? Debbie didn't give a shit. You know, she just ran in the shoe that she was comfortable. She, tri- yeah, she yeah. didn't she didn't bother about. And that was that was the beauty of her race. I I found was, um, and she'll talk about. It. You know, she she got a PB and um, and which I you know I think's fantastic. Absolutely delighted for her to get a PB um, so so soon after giving birth. Um, but there's yeah, the, you know the, the the shoe she didn't she was going in it relaxed. She wasn't going in with any pressure. Um, getting a PB was a bonus, but. Um, on, on the course as well, it wasn't. I don't think it would have been the fastest. Quite a lot of turns and things, mm-hmm. hilly-ish, um, and uh, and I think the, the the time she got at, at Tallahassee, there's there's a lot more to come from from Debbie for the yeah for for later on in the the, the running season. So yeah, excited for her. So yeah, very good. Hi. So well, before we go on to Debbie, let's just close on you then. So where's uh, what's next then? Are you you're now. Trying to, you're then Hatalhasi's through. You're looking to build back up now and get into your ultra shape. I think that would be the plan. It would just be to, yeah, get 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 rid of this wee wee virus I've got or whatever I've got, and yeah, get back on it, Tom, and and get a fast hundred k time. I think, and uh, you know, I'd like to do a fast marathon, but I want to get a, a quick hundred k time for this uh, qualification for the world champs, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, see what see what happens. One thing I I, I forgot to mention. Um, do you remember you you were giving me pelters saying when I finished the race, saying, "Oh yeah, how was that?" What? God, I thought so. I thought you'd run two fifty nine off a seventy four split, and I thought you'd have. I was I was actually worried. Like that's not a that's not a blow up. That's a walk it in, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I said it. to Fiona, I was like, "Oh no!" Is his hip as an issue? Because I knew it was like, I knew it wasn't. That's a walk of shame, that isn't it? Well, yeah, and then and then I sort of feel like, well, Debbie just ran two fifty eight, so maybe maybe he just decided to pace her in, and I was like, mm, 
not sure about that. But anyway, so I was glad when the number came in. So what happened? So basically, when I, you know, I went in waiting eagerly for, for my second my, our presentation, Debbie gets called and, uh, you know, gets gets her trophy, and then the men get called, first place, such and such, second oh, place, no. wasn't me and I thought, hold on a minute Did you Something's, kick off? Oh, I kicked off, of course I kicked off <laughs> Jesus, I was up there you know, ripping my, my shirt off going, give me my prize so, so this is, so this is uh, I, I'll oh, get this, yeah. why I want to chat about this, so the guy in third place, right now I'm. I don't like. He like he, he he. So I went past him, and the first thing he said to me, you know, at mile like after about six miles, is because the half marathon and the marathon were, were were together. And the first thing he said to me was, "Are you racing the half marathon or the marathon?" And I said, "I'm doing the marathon." You're not well. You're not telling by my bib number. If you look at my bib, you'll know I'm doing the bloody marathon, you idiot. But anyway, um. So so yeah, I was like, I'm doing the marathon. Uh, yeah, and. So he knew that I was doing it. He could see my face, and he could see me. Surely he could see me in the distance. And um, but so I get to the, you know, finish it in second place. And so after, so he he gets his presentation. He um, I said, look, sorry mate, there's a bit of confusion. So I spoke to the um, the presentation uh, official and I said a bit of confusion. I was in second place. I don't know why it's not come up in the results. Um, and the guy in third, so he's obviously like thinking he's in second, going bonus, um, and he's like, no, 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 uh, no, you, I was in second. And, really? And, yeah, I was he must have like, seen you in the out and back. Yeah, bit. exactly. I was like, no, I'm definitely second. It says in the results. That's what he said. And I was like, dude, I'm in second place. You saw me. You saw me going past. Like I spoke to you. You saw me running past it at mile six. You saw me out and back at mile nineteen. Like you didn't go past me. So why am I? Why? Why would I be lying? He's and, like, he's like, and, look, this guy's not even wearing vapor flies. Exactly. He can't be me. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, mate, come on, think about it. So I was like, like I, I was just disappointed by his like his attitude. Like he, he didn't believe me, and and that that was a bit annoying. It's like, is it is it almost yeah, clearly a technical error here? So that was a little bit embarrassing for for me and even for Debbie because she's just got her winning her prize and she's like in the middle of it like not in the middle of it but she's hearing it and it, it just paints a bit of a a negative uh, picture at, at the end that you know at the presentation so I walk over at the, the timing officials and say look this is my number I was definitely second place in the race and um, can you check my chip so they uh, they checked my chip and it said 259 I thought that's strange um, so then I was thinking what did I did I like, uh, you know, did I give Debbie my number or something? No, I don't know. Um, and uh, I was like, I was definitely in second place. Look back, and because it was quite difficult because the half marathon finishers were, were finishing as well as the marathon finishers, so no one yeah. would, no one really saw me coming second. Like no, it was just like <laughs> no, what, no witnesses, no witnesses. No one really said, "Well done, that was second place coming." And they're like, like check a Strava. <laughs> Shit, he doesn't put anything on Strava. We can't even prove it on there. <laughs> exactly. Gosh darn it. Um, <laughs> so so, uh, so eventually they, they saw that I I actually did go past the chip timing. But what happened was when I grabbed Logan to finish and watched Debbie finishing. I must have went over the chip again, and oh, it ended okay. up, uh, you know, timing me to 2:59, so it bypassed the the 2:32 time. Um, oh, so okay. the officials gave me a little bit of a slap in the wrist and said, "Didn't do that again. You're second, so we'll re- re- readjust the results." So that's 
So that's my story. And the guy after that, he did kind of calm down, but uh, you know, he, he was just he was just there hoping that there was some sort of error. And I was like, "There's not a fucking error, mate. I was second, but you know, it was clear to see <laughs> that I was second. I remember going two thirty-two. I showed him. I actually did have this my suit on. I even showed him my suit. Oh, two thirty-two. Do you think I just, you know, do you think I just gave that to my mate to drive around here? I can show you. You know, and that I was, I was like, this. They could actually not. They might not even have evidence that I was. Did my are you, are you allowed back in the US after this trip? I mean, oh, I is there? <laughs> I, I I don't know if you know it. <laughs> but it's, oh dear! Oh, what an eventful, uh, what what an eventful couple of weeks you've had. You know, well, fighting drivers and fighting racers. I mean, exactly. Outrageous. Like, you know, and I tell you what, I wasn't fighting back the food. That's for sure. <laughs> the <laughs> food in America, you know, the fast food restaurant. Oh, chap boy! Like you know, the, I mean, no wonder Americans are the, the size so they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just go out. They don't need to cook. It's cheaper to go out to a fast food restaurant than it is to, to cook meals, eh? So what sort of fast food restaurants were you hitting? Oh, uh, whatever you could you could find, you know, your uh oh now you're putting me on the spot now. Uh when no uh, Dunkin' Donuts is one. Voodoo okay. Donuts at Universal, I'll tell you that. Google Voodoo nice. Donuts. Man, the donuts there were just incredible. Like, you know, they were they put the Instagram worthy. That's the kind of Oh, nice. uh, shape there. They're You're killing me, mate. You're yeah. killing me. This uh, is brutal. <laughs> what else did we have? Lots of Dunkin' Donuts. A Dunkin' Donut a day, probably. Uh, we had um, Olive, Olive Garden. Olive Garden. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. That was really nice there. That, I don't think that's fast food, mind you. Uh, Hooters? We went to Hooters? A couple, yeah, so uh, I see, yeah. <laughs> you know, Logan got his, his six girls around him. Like, they were, he was the talk, of the, the talk of the town that day. That's for nice. sure. Uh, oh, it was just it was fantastic. Yeah, I'll I, I go back for the food. If you if you love your food, you know, and you you train a lot, then you, you could be okay there. But if you don't train, you love your food, then you're yeah. you're in a, you're on a slippery slope in in America. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah I remember the the week at, both after Chicago and the Boston. I've run Boston a couple of times. Always end up like that week of not running immediately after a marathon. But having run a time, I haven't run a marathon, so you feel like you can indulge is just the best feeling. Beers, <laughs> burgers, wings. <laughs> yeah, it's such it a, down you. To be honest, I was doing it before the, the you know the race. I didn't really, you know, it's just a, it's not a big, it's not an A wow. race. It's just so I wasn't, you know, that, that was the beauty of going on holiday and doing a race like that. Like it, there was no pressure on it. You know, the, if I do, if I don't win, if I don't get a podium, who cares? You know, who cares? It's not. It's. I'm not. I'm only going exactly. up against myself. I'm not going up against. Uh, I'm not proving anything to anyone. Um, just, just myself. So uh, you've got to. And 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 then listen to most of Sarah, Sarah's interview. I thought it was inspiring that you know she, she lives. She li- You know she lives her life. And and, and you know yeah. she she took that time to 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 enjoy the 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 the, the things not just around running. You know and and I think that's important, especially you know if you. Um, and and look at her now, you know she's she's able to she's able to have best of both worlds, which I think's uh, yeah something that we should definitely aspire to. Um, Absolutely, as, yeah. as runners and as as people. So um, so talking about people, will I uh, in, in the better halves and and, and the, the champs? Will I will I get the yeah? Let's get uh, let's get, get Debbie, Debbie on. on. So, yeah, let's do that. To, to warn you, she's got a bit of a tickly throat, but. I'm sure if she has a little bit of wine, it'll, it'll clear her throat and she can 
she can chat about the the, the race and her lowdown. It's probably not going to be as rambly as mine, so uh, apologies, that's all right. apologies, folks, if I ramble. That's just that's what happens, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that might be true with the wine as well. I've only had about half a glass. <laughs> it's uh, that's all I need these days, mind you. So right, I'll go grab her and uh, and she can chat all things Tallahassee. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Debbie. How are you doing? Hi, Tom. So how are you? How are you then? How's uh? Come on, congratulations on that is an amazing run in Tallahassee. Oh, thank you. I feel like I'm representing the everyman here. It was only a two fifty eight, but the course was really hard. Two most most people, man or woman, would bite their hand off at two fifty eight. I mean, a PB on that day and. You know, was it six months since uh, since Logan was born? I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah, that was so cool to have him at the finish line again. Um, yeah, like I was, I entered it after we'd booked to go to Florida, and we told Lewis, and he was like, "Oh, really? A marathon? You've got pelvic issues?" But it actually turned out that I didn't have that much pain. Um, I, you remember um, the Tilly 10K? I was in agony mm-hmm. afterwards. I think maybe because it was uh, I was in the sixes rather than the fives this time. It maybe had less, mm-hmm. yeah. So that seemed okay. And uh, yeah, Lewis basically said if you're gonna finish it, then don't drop the swim, drop the cycle, and we'll just do running for four weeks. So I did okay. that couple long runs, and uh, yeah, I surprised myself. So how did the race unfold then? Because you must have, I mean, you PB'd and and you won it. I mean, were you racing it? Were you did you think right? I can go under three hours here. I mean, how did how did the race how did the race go? Oh, well, the night before, I did think I could maybe have a little cheeky sub three, because uh, my PB is really old, to be fair. And I did think it that it's soft, yeah. Um, yeah, it's soft, and I've been doing triathlon for a while, so I did think that, especially because we'd been in Orlando and it's so flat. Like even that trail that we did, I don't know if Kyle said it wasn't like a hill trail that we've got here. It was like this flat trail that. It was still, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, the the race came. The first mile was just like up and down. We'd, me and you might as well have been back in Chamonix. It was like, well, I'm exaggerating <laughs> a little bit. Nice. Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, I haven't even heard what Kyle said. He probably said it was really flat, did he? Oh. No, he said it was lumpy. He said oh. it was a lumpy course. Yeah, see, and that's coming from him. So for me, the exaggerator, it was mountainous. But <laughs> um, at halfway, it definitely went, uh, it just went back to like our, the D side line that, that we train on. So that was quite refreshing, but um, my legs were. That, that'll take its. I was gonna say that takes its toll then yeah. in the first half. Yeah, it totally had. So I got to halfway and was like, oh, I could really be, be done here, but um, yeah, and the the, <laughs> the aid stations there. Obviously, Americans are a lot louder than us, and they were like, what are you having? What are you having? And all these guys, <laughs> the guys around me were like, Gatorade gel, and I was like. Gatorade, please. <laughs> uh, classic Brit abroad. No idea what I said. So I never got anything. So I went to oh, aid no. stations without, or if, um, and then oh, I maybe missed a couple. And then on the third one, I was like, I have to have something because the sun was coming out. It was beginning to get a bit hotter, and I was, oh, I didn't want to bonk or have, with ten miles to go. So, um, yeah, I I did slow down for a couple of aid stations, and that definitely picked me up again because I think I hit a bad patch like. 14 to 18 miles maybe until I saw Kyle again actually because there was an out and back and um, he'd obviously done about two and a half miles more than I had so he was in a worse place than me but I was like well done high five and he was like oh, grunting. <laughs> 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 do 
just shouted my hip. And uh, so I thought, oh, oh dear. you better. Uh, my shoes. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Did he tell you the drama with the shoes? He told us the drama. It sounds, I mean, it's it's made my day, the drama about the shoes. He's like a crack addict. I was like, this is our first holiday with our baby, without grandma, without Tom. Like, enjoy <laughs> it. And he's Googling shoe oh, suppliers and phoning people. Yeah, he was like a, he needed his hit. Good for you representing in the non-vaporflies. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a vaporfly man, but I've got a huge respect for you just getting on with it in the shoe that you like to run in. That's cool. Oh, I'm just a cheap Aberdonian. I would like to try them, but I just didn't. You should, you should say that for get them, get them for London. But anyway, so you've a uh, second half. Then you, I mean, it's again looking at your splits. It's pretty. It's an even run. It's really yeah. well done. But again, Tom, the second half was flat, so really, it should have been faster second uh, half. You still got the miles in your legs, you know, and that's, uh, you know. Mm, yeah, I think with a couple more long runs, I would have maybe dropped and done. That's a really good course for a negative split. But uh, okay. yeah, I didn't die as much as I thought. Like the twenty mile twenty four was the longest mile of my life. There was like the tiniest uphill, and I felt like I was walking. But my watch beeped, and it was like, but the first mile in the set it was like seven o two or seven o four or something. And I was like, oh, I thought that was a nine. So keep ticking over, relax, and yeah stay in, in the seven zeros and I'll still break three and yeah I did so that was good amazing and did you know you were on for the win all the way was there I mean you must have been what did you see the second place girl in the out and back yeah I did oh and I totally tried to fake being feeling fresh as a daisy I was like <laughs> hey, nice. well and as soon as <laughs> I passed cool. her I was like oh but um the the half marathons and the relay started with us so you didn't really know oh. who was ahead like the half marathon I think it was about there was a few 118 girls, um, so they shot off a, a bit faster than I did, and um, I just had no idea. Like I d didn't check bibs or anything to see what colour the marathons and half were. So I figured uh, at the 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 point where we broke off that um, there weren't many girls ahead because it was quite a long stretch, a long lonely drag. But um, yeah, so I thought that I must have been top three anyway. Nice. That's it's a brilliant. I mean, to win a marathon overseas, that's amazing. Oh, to win any marathon, just to win a marathon, that's amazing. Cross the tape and they gave the tape to me as a souvenir, and then I got interviewed oh, on ABC nice. News. On I Super saw the Bowl video. Fantastic! Yeah, fan big, the biggest sporting story in the states <laughs> that that weekend. I saw the video. We I was watching it on the website. It's a great video. Oh, it's a bit cringe. <laughs> I was just waiting for them to interview Kyle as well. I see he made a tiny wee appearance. Oh, I must but... say, I did mention Kyle and Logan in the interview, but I think we cut Kyle off. I didn't even <laughs> act like there was a second and third for Kyle. <laughs> oh, no. That is and a terrible story. And then down to the 2.59. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, so, so I guess for listeners who have, who, you know, it's inspiring to see you come back from the the pregnancy and all that how's how's that been going then over the last six months and you've obviously run a marathon now you've got london coming up how how is everything how are you feeling with running i really like that i've dropped the swim in the cycle because there's no pressure and they're two sports that are really faffy i mean you know the cycle thing mm -hmm. swimming finding a pool going at a decent time where i can get some good like lane time to myself it's all so faffy so just having running is quite freeing um mm -hmm. and although 70 plus miles sounds like a lot to some people like I was doing 20 plus hours on average a week with a full-time job so it's actually helping me a little bit and now well now there's a storm but when the storm's not there I can take logs out in the buggy and um on quieter roads here and yeah I, usually I can get up before six to do a run before um Kyle goes to work but 
Mm-hmm. Not right now. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a couple uh, of weeks downtime. <laughs> quite right. And London's next? Uh, I think so, yeah. Nice. That's, uh, I mean, after running that, you've got time to build. I'm excited to see what you can, what you can run at London. Oh, I'd love, like, well, I'd love a sub 250, but that's on, like, the perfect day and perfect training. Nice. You've, I mean, there's time, you know, we've got, what we've got, 10 weeks to go? Oh. I'm counting down the days. Less than 100 days, I know that much. I'm pretty sure it's 10 weeks to go on Sunday. Oh, jeez, the pressure's on, but, oh, you guys can all wait for me and get a drink for me while I come in. Rubbish, rubbish. Rubbish. And then, and then the pelvic issues, everything's okay after the marathon? No real damage? I actually think I raced in it better. Like, before, most nights I sleep with a pillow between my legs. Sorry for too much information, but now it seems a lot better and I'm able to run every day. So, okay. who knows? That's good. Very good. Don't Tip. do as I say. No, what's the, what's the saying? Don't copy do what I'm do. doing. <laughs> These are tips. These, people are writing this, writing this down. This is tips from the pros here. Oh, don't do a marathon if you've got pelvic issue. It doesn't cure everyone. It just seems to help me. I have to, I'm, I'm really, I'm so pleased and relieved that it's okay. Because after Tilly and then when Kyle was saying, okay, you guys are going to go out and do a marathon, I did wonder and I thought, oh, I hope, because I'm, you were not, you were so, so much pain after Tilly. Oh, I had to take my shoes off. Oh, it was horrendous. Like, so that's, uh, that's great news. Um, Thanks. And yeah, no, it's, uh, it's good. And it sounds like you guys had a good holiday as well. Oh yeah, it was. It was amazing. I'm gutted to be back. I'd love to. How <laughs> positive are Americans? You know as well. It's just an amazing yeah. place to be. Everyone's wishing you a great day, and you just feel like on cloud nine. Yeah. Anyway, no uh... one wants to hear from me. <laughs> yes, they do. You're taking up all your time. As, no, not at all. As Kyle says, he, you're the only one who delivered in Tallahassee. So. <laughs> Kyle, who? <are you? laughs> exactly. If he didn't, if he didn't kick off, he wouldn't even have got a prize by the sounds of it. <laughs> Oh, he did amazing anyway. With his hip issues, a 232 is pretty good on that course, I would have said. I don't know what yeah, that would translate to, but... Yeah, exactly. I think I think he's... Uh, I think he, he'll... It shows where he's in. He's not... This is not an A-race. He's got time. We're, we're looking forward to seeing him build back to some big times in, uh, in the few months to come. Yep. It's exciting. Very exciting. Very good. Well, thank you for coming on and uh, telling the listeners all about the about the about this great win. Oh, thanks, Tom. Other news, so if we stick on the some on strong female performances. Gemma Riki's been at it again. Which has she has she not? Hey, what I mean, what so, performance? So you left Scotland and you came back two weeks later and Gemma Riki owns two British records. You know, I obviously know who who Gemma Riki is, but you know, me leaving Scotland and and, and coming back to uh, you know a, a new uh, hot off the press, uh, hopeful really one of one of Scotland's. Top hopefuls for for distance running, Gemma Riki. I know it's uh, absolutely amazing. So she's she was uh, she we know we spoke about this last week when she ran at the uh, the British indoors and she's now she's since gone and broken the British indoor mile record when she was running over in the states at the Milrose Games in New York, where she's run four seventeen eight eight. Which is beating, which is which took a about almost just over just under a second sorry of Laura Muir's record, and that was the week after that she took half a second off Laura Muir's 800 indoor. So amazing! I mean, Miles and I talked about it last week. I'm really excited to see what America <coughs> do this year, and it would be amazing to see Gemma make an Olympic team. For that, I mean, she's got the British record. I mean, okay, it's an indoor record, and you know, you're 
your your main your main events are outdoors, so it'll be it'll be it'll be good to see or interesting to see how she translates the her indoor running to to outdoor running, and you know to beat the caliber of of Laura Muir. Okay, she might not be firing on all cylinders, but regardless, she just take she just took a she's taken two British indoor records. That's uh, that's incredible, and and she's from Scotland. I know. You know, amazing. And uh, let's not forget at at, uh, at the mile, she was only she was just behind uh, Constance uh, Klosterhafen, who's the German sort of rival of Laura. Of, I say rival of Laura Muir, rival of Jemmerichi now. You know that's yeah. she's mixing it with big company. And she also got a German record as well in four seventeen twenty six. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, so now I'm really impressed by by Gemma's time. I think it's just incredible and um and yeah i know there's been all this debate about her shoes at her spikes she's wearing but performance counts itself she's just beating laura muir she's she's in the mix of all these other runners who are possibly even wearing shoes like that too so everyone's in the same you know can if they they wish to and and, and i'm sure that'll be the case soon that everyone will be in the same playing field and that's naturally how running goes the sport goes everyone will become on the same level playing field but she's and, and uh, you guys mentioned you know you summed it up very well last week um that uh you know she's she's always been in the mix she's always been up there and this is you know i think this is potentially her breakthrough um yeah. in, certainly in the indoor tr- season um i just i just want you know for me i, I want to see what she's like uh, out, outside outdoors and and how um, you know how the consistency uh, you know shines through in the in the forthcoming months and, and years hopefully so uh, yeah absolutely delighted well done to 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 Jenny uh, sorry Jenny uh, <laughs> so yeah Gemma Gemma what the hell what the hell Gemma I hope you I hope you're not listening I know and, uh, right. well done to Gemma and, and also our coach Andy Young who's mm. done a sterling job with with Gemma. I see. So. On the subject of shoes then, so we talked a little bit about it last week. Let's just, uh, we talked a little bit already. I think people are going to get bored of us talking about it. Let's, let's just, let's, uh, let's mention it again. So Vaporfly, so we have had the, the, our Vaporfly weekly update. There's news every week, which is crazy. <laughs> we should so put last that in week, the section, you know, like, you know, running rants, results. Vaporfly, Vaporfly update. <laughs> so the update from Vaporfly is beyond the fact that you can't buy them in shops in Tallahassee. The update on the Vaporfly is that the last week we talked about World Athletics had had a ruling. So, uh, in summary, no more prototypes after 30th of April, 40 mil stack height, single carbon plate, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is where I get a little bit pissed off. Two days after that ruling, Nike have announced an AlphaFly Next Percent, which is a new version of the Next Percent with a 39 mil, 39.5 mil stack, which is, which is an increase... From the 36 mil stack that the next percent has, so to 39.5. Yeah, so Nike. <laughs> let's be quite honest. I mean, there's no way Nike's lawyers listen to this. We can say what we want. World Athletics are in Nike's pocket. Oh, there's a hundred percent collusion. <laughs> there's no way that someone at lunch was telling me today. Oh, maybe Nike had like a bunch of different stack heights ready to go. Nonsense. Nike knew it was coming at 40 mil. Yeah. I read an interesting article from Ambi Burfoot, the editor, former editor of Runners World, who was saying. He believed they should have just set the limit at 36 mil. And at least then that would say, right, everything that's happened before is allowable, but that's the limit. You know my feeling on that. I don't like that because it makes, basically means Nike have dictated the rules. 
However, they've allowed, they've put another four mil in there, probably to go to a round number. I don't know. And essentially, what? And who'd have thought it? Nike are using that extra four mil. <laughs> and it's quite laughable, though, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Do, I, I, I do think, though, it's. I feel sorry for all the other brands. I think you know from the performance, but they, they've put a lot of. It's just a bit of a mess, really, you know, the, the whole the whole running thing now. And and it, I didn't really, really get it until, when, you know, my experience at Tallahassee that I'm not wearing uh, a shoe that we know now is is, 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 um, is proven to be substantially... Um, but, well, what, on that, so on that point, that's one thing that does piss me off occasionally, people saying that. The benchmark is against, like, a, a basic standard shoe. The four, it's not like the shoe is quick, is much quicker. If you're wearing a racing, I mean, you're. Let's take a Zoom Fly as an example. Yes, it's a slower shoe potentially, but it's not. You know, when you start looking at the, it's not like you're getting. It's, you know, there you've got you've got a big stack on a Zoom Fly. You know, that's where people need to start to think about. It's not. Um, this shoe A doesn't give you nest, just give you a PB, and B. It's not the big advantage is not over every shoe. The advan- you know, if you rock up in yeah, a that's right. yeah. carbon rocket, whatever it's called, you're, I, I'm sure it's not the same. Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, I'm not. I've got to say, I, I, okay, I own a pair of Next Percents. There's no way I'm shelling out for an Alpha Fly. I think the, uh, I think it's, I, I'm not quite sure the there's, the benefit is there. One thing I did listen to is a very. We talked about this before. The Science of Sport. Ross Tucker is a very good podcast. He's very. He has a very strong opinion on it, some of which I agree with, some of which I don't. One point that one of the guests on his show made, which I think is right, is to be fair to World Athletics, they've made their own... This is a problem of their own making. They've finally around for four or three years now ruling. The problem is, though, what were they going to do? There's no way they could have ruled here and said 20 mil stack height is is okay because suddenly, what do you... Does that mean people who've run an Olympic, an Olympic year, you just need to get to the Olympics now? They need to get it such that it's as level as possible for anyone who wants to firstly qualify for and secondly compete at the Olympics. Now, by allowing, by putting a limit, they're saying, right, and by banning prototypes, I guess they're saying that no Nike athlete is going to get some special shoe that's not available to anyone else. The only thing is, if you're not a Nike athlete, Nike have clearly got a head start here. Um, I don't know what the solution is. I think for this Olympic cycle, there's two things. A, the best athletes are in Nike shoes anyway. Now, so you're going to get a, a, you'd be foolish to not to bet against a Kipchoge win in a Nike uh, probably legal alpha fly. Um, and and secondly, yeah, it's a better shoe. So I, I don't really know what you do if you're someone like I don't know. I, I mean, Callum Hawkins. I don't know what the New Balance version is like. If that's not if that's a prototype, he's in trouble. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like you know his. Callum's a fa- fantastic athlete in in his own right, and before even these shoes came out, he was getting quicker and quicker. And it's not to do with the shoe that he's faster. And absolutely. And and, and it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know what Callum would be thinking. Um, and and there's no there's no real evidence regarding any of the other shoes. The the performance benefit. They've only, I suppose, they've copied. The, the Nike Next Percent or the Nike Vaporfly, they've they've used the design, the method or the structure of the shoe to design their own make of it. Um, yeah. The- I mean, I saw someone put up an article about, uh, which I, th- I disagree with for a couple of reasons, but they were saying that the 
example of uh, what's her name, Joe Pavey. That Joe Pavey is finding herself in a position she might not make the Olympics because she doesn't have the right shoe. Now, I think it's a big call at the moment to put Joe Pavey as a serious contender for the Olympics based on the current crop of women. Anyway, yeah. Secondly, you know the Olympic ideal and all that. I get you know anyone can have a sort of amateur opportunities. I would say if you if that's your dream, wear a Vaporfly. Yeah. No, yeah. I know I know someone will say oh it's not that simple people's livelihoods and all that. All right. I mean, find another way of uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe take a well, yeah, just take take it. Yeah, I mean, maybe you have to work a job as well as that. Now that's not what that's maybe sounds harsh because you're you're encouraging you you want people to be able to put everything into it. But I I think that if you're an Olympic athlete, if you're an athlete this year and the Olympics are your dream, then you need to have some difficult conversation with your sponsor and say if if you've got a shot to make a team or that is maybe the the conversation they need to have this year it's not a great solution this year but until i maybe world athletics will rule after the olympics and say right we're at a new cycle let's go to 20 mil stack whatever that but for now it is what it is every hat you've got people have run times people haven't run times what what do you it would be an absolute mess right now to ban those shoes they need to get through the olympics and then they need to be very clear and very firm on how they how they rule. Um, and and hopefully you would like to think that by the next athletics championships two years time at the worlds um, in Oregon, I believe it is that you yeah. that they would have that the other brands would have time to catch up. But uh, it's a really difficult situation right now. I think all the brands in a couple of years time it'll all just be it'll all be flattened out and it'll be an even playing field. Because if it's not an even playing field, then the brands are going to suffer for it. They're Absolutely. Going, they're going to lose. They're going to lose a lot of athletes. They're going to lose a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> so they have to. They have to react to it. And the, the issue they've got is, you know, Nike are probably patented. Patented is that the right word? Um, yeah. A lot of the, the the structure and the technology around the shoe. So it's going to be quite difficult to um, to, to mimic exactly. What ne- the Nike, the Nike uh, next percents and alpha flies are doing? Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's. It, do you know what? I mean, if there's anything, it's uh, it, it's it's got the it's got a lot of people talking about this sport, but you know, potentially really in, a, in, in a negative way in 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 some respects. Now, what I'm going to say, this I am or I I was a runner. <clears throat> All oh they talk God. about bloody hell now is vapor flies. Somebody gets a. Somebody gets a good time. Oh, they must have been wearing a carbon plate. Oh, they must have been wearing a night. Oh, it's just, it's just annoying. I've, I've... But the people in that group can't make their mind up on what their problem is. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, for if a they, while, their problem. I'm sorry, you go. If, if if I think if they were in our position, they would they wouldn't be moaning as much. I think um, maybe that's I don't know, but I I just look at some of the posts and I get a bit annoyed, and, yeah. and it's almost like you know even the Gemma thing that the story everyone's like you know looking at her the shoes that she's wearing and things like that and not celebrating her success that she's just beating Laura Muir her rival um, she's beating all these other class act athletes and not actually you know taking her performance or it is a breakthrough performance like you know that really pissed me off yeah I, I, not I, honestly I like, like get a there's some bullies like, on there it's, exactly I just thought it was the social media at its worst and um, I, I just don't think it's a and it, we might be supporting our, our UK athletes and okay yeah that technology is available for those she's a Nike sponsored athlete of course she's going to 
jump, you know, put put those shoes on if they're offering it to him. I would, and I think she also beat... everyone else would too. Exactly. I mean, as Sarah Ingalls said, she, you know, she was saying, "I want to run a time to make a team." It's likely that all the other girls trying to do so will be in the shoe. Now, okay, and sponsorship is a different is really is what complicates the issue. But um, you know, Gemma beat two girls who are Nike athletes who are probably who I would hazard the guess were in the same shoe. Exactly. And anyway, yeah. the shoe's legal, so it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, who cares? And that's what I don't like the, the use of the word cheat because nobody's breaking any rules. No, here. they're not, and that's the thing. Like you know, using that I think is just really harsh because there is cheats in the sport and they are doping, and you know that that's that's something completely different to to what and that's that's how it's perceived in some of these uh, social media sites. I'm not just saying it's that one, but I'm just a bit like get a grip of yourself, guys. You know, yeah. just celebrate the success and. Be a bit more positive about our athletes who are actually achieving things within the, the sport of the athletics in in the UK and the you know the British athletics are you know I, I looked at it was an article UK sport investigating the you know the UK athletics and the you know just looking at how things can be can be uh, performed better and, and run better so that's that'll be interesting to see how that goes and um, but anyway. We're going down a slithery slope, Tom. Um, we are. But uh, yeah, let's. It's interesting. I think it's 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 highly entertaining. The 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 the, the vapor fly debate and and all the things that go with it and it, it just you know it brings another strand to the sport. It's got its pros and its cons and and uh, ah, it, it'll um it's 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 all you know it's all for the greater good. I'm sure at the end of the day. So. Race results. We had on the weekend. It was the the Masters cross country, and it was a win for someone who I didn't realise was a master yet. But uh, Ross Houston. I I did actually know he was. A, I I follow. I say I follow him on Strava. Um, you know when I when I when I log in and remember my password, I I have a look at him and, and he's been uh, yeah he's been gearing up for the the good old uh, V40. So. Well, a great run from from Ross Houston. It just shows the strength and depth that he's he's been running for years now since he was a yeah. child, and you know to go from 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 now and, and, and winning his first, I think his first uh, cross country title, I think national cross country title. Um, oh wow! So former Commonwealth Games athlete. Exactly. Yeah, Commonwealth Games uh, was it the twenty fourteen. Glasgow. Yeah, Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he was representing the Scotland in the marathon. So, yeah, great, great to see how Ross got on. You know, got on there. Um. And, yeah, yeah. So he was also in the, he was in the team with with Derek Hawkins at the Commonwealth Games that year. Uh. So so yeah. So the the cross country the Masters cross country. So he that was in Johnston. Where in, where the hell is Johnston? Do you know? I really don't know. Johnson, this isn't Johnson. I've got no idea where Johnson is, but I'm sure it's somewhere down in the central belt. So apologies for my ignorance, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm just back and I'm, I haven't done my research. But uh, yeah, yeah. So well done, everyone who was running at the Masters Cross Country. A few other results that we had in the the male side, anyway. Um, second was Scott Bremer. We've, we've chatted about Scott on the podcast before. Yes. A cracking runner in his own right, and uh, yeah, you know, just Ross just nudged him off the the, the top spot there. Um, and uh, well, actually, Bremer is a V45, I think, which is okay. Wow, more remarkable. Uh, I didn't realise 
he was actually a V forty five, so and he also ran a thirty one ten K um uh, earlier this this year too, or last year. Um so well done to, to, to Scott there. And Grant Bailey of East Kilbride was was uh, third overall in, in V forty silver. So nice. the the fee, that was just the overall. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about the, the the main podium, other podium finishes in one second. But um, Heather Anderson of Fife AC uh, worked off a, a challenge from An- Angela Mudge of Carnethy, uh to to get the win. Now I think you know again a testament to Angela Mudge who is you know heavily still heavily involved in athletics. She she does a, a, a good, you know, she she does a great, um, a lot of involvement in the Scottish Athletics Hill Running Commission. Um, she's the, the the coach for the the hill hill running for Scottish Athletics, and um, and to see her still competing and to get a second is remarkable. Now Angela Mudge is a Formula former um, world mountain running champion, and uh, and and one that's going to be lined up to to chat to uh, at Tartan Running Shots as well. So well done, to Angela. Great result for for you. Um, and third place was uh, Claire Gordon, I believe. HBT. HBT. So yeah, well done to Claire Gordon of HBT. And um, you know, rounding up some of the other results, we had uh, Frank Hurley of Cambuslang Harriers won the M65. Uh, you know, Tony Martin was second. Falkland Trail Runners Andrew McLinden of Hamilton. Um, so yeah, it was. It, there's there's too many results to mention, folks. But um, one th- one thing that really struck home, for, which I thought was fantastic, 18 finishers in the the M70 race. How, how incredible! Yeah, that's that's amazing. How incredible is that? You know, like you know, imagine Tom and you know, you know, both us, both of us running. Running as an M an M seventy, you know, still still commentating and tarting running shots. I can safely say there's no way <laughs> I'll be doing tarting running shots from seventy. No one would be. No one listen probably. Oh, exactly. They might have shit. They might I would speak because I'm I'm retired and I've got all the time in the day. It would just be we'd put off the listeners, I'm sure. Exactly. Well, so very well. That's that's great. It's good to see that race being well. Uh, uh, well supported. Well, apologies. I mean, we could go through all the age categories, but you know, I've rambled on about my Tallahassee. So sorry, folks, uh, for disappointing you. But do check out the results. Um, you'll you'll get them on the Scottish Athletics website, um, and you can see the age group winners. And yeah, well done to everyone for taking part. And uh, yeah, great great to see such a great turnout of 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 runners in the race. So. That's Next, it. we're going to promote a bit of a, a, an initiative from a, a good friend of ours, Mr. James Cruikshank, who's a, a friend and also a very good physio of ours. Uh, a friend of ours and a very good physio, I should say. James and, uh, well, James and through Spear, um, they are, they've got a challenge at the moment for Mental Health Aberdeen, which is called the Big Six Challenge. And the challenge is to basically, it's uh, inspired by the, the six major marathons, and it was all about you know building a challenge that will inspire runners and you know building on couch to 5k type programs so the challenge is to, for very much for northeast listeners but again you can there's an opportunity to replicate this in a glasgow edinburgh central belt region as well is to complete the six local park runs uh, to aberdeen so that would be the aberdeen park run hazelhead park run the ellen park run the uri riverside park run the crathis park run and the stonehaven park run 
So the challenge uh, is also consolidated by doing, by volunteering at one as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really it's a great initiative they're pushing at the moment to encourage people to get into running. Anyone, I you know, we really believe in here, and they they push as well. Anyone can run 5k with a little bit with a little bit of um, effort to train to it. So. So yeah, so that set yourself that challenge if you're in the northeast to do that, and let's. Uh, it may not happen in the next few months, in the few weeks, but let's let's commit on TRS live that in 2020 we will do all six local park runs. Ucha, well, I'm I, sure I, we can. I'm, I'm not sure we quite, can pull that together. I'm quite enjoying the the good old park runs. Uh, I think we um are uh, Debbie's mum takes Logan for the. For the for the morning, and and we we get the opportunity to to run a park run and use it as part of our training session or just as a as a way of enter you know doing a wee run together. So um, yeah, I'm I'm keen to get involved nice. in that. I think it'd be a, a wee a great idea and we maybe hook up Tom for a couple of marathon sessions. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. So if you're interested, listeners, <laughs> just register with Park Run and get on with it. But if you want to find out more, just Google Spear the Big Six Challenge. If you're based in the Central Belt and you've got six park runs in your area you want to do, let us know. Let Spear know. I'm sure they would love to hear that you're, um, and James and his capacity as physio run, they'd love to hear about that. So, yeah, it's a really cool challenge and we'll definitely see if we can, uh, we won't see, we will. We'll get it done in, in 2020. All right, absolutely. Okay, well, moving on. We've got running, running rants. rants. Now, I've, had a, I've already had a few rants, but uh, if you want to... You've I've got one. got one here, I see. Uh, tell us all about your running rant, Tom. Right, so I'm someone, like a lot of listeners will be, who is, we all got, we have busy lives. You know, work is busy. I've got things in my own time that I take care of, be it a podcast one evening, a running club committee meeting, meeting friends, going out with work colleagues for an evening. So sometimes you need to get your run at lunchtime. All right. Now, as someone who, I plan out my week of running. And I look at my work calendar on a Sunday night. I see what what's going down, and you identify a couple of days you can run at lunch. My new pain point is, and some colleagues of mine who listen to this will probably realise my irritation on this, is that when someone decides that it suits them to put a meeting over lunch at short notice, and I'm in with my kit, I've got my kit in with me, plans to run at lunch. Someone's like, oh yeah, we're just going <coughs> to do a meeting over lunch. A that annoys me. I'm like, well, no, that's you know, I've got my day lined up. We're not doing it over lunch. The, to consolidate it, oh, it's all right. We'll provide lunch, Domino's pizza. Oh, is no, oh no! Now I'm I'm knee deep in marathon training. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm getting double hit there. A, I'm missing lunch and the opportunity to go and grab a lunch, <laughs> and B, I'm having to throw down and missing my run, and I'm also worse than the situation where I'm having to throw pizza down my throat. Now I like pizza. Don't get me wrong, I love it to bits, but <laughs> unfortunately, I'm having to try and get into marathon shape in a minute so that is a real rant of mine is that if people who can't plan their own days properly and I, again if, if someone says to me if i've got a calendar meeting days out on a, on a lunch i'm all right with that but it's when there's a lack of uh people just think that lunch is a free time and you know, no <laughs> some of us plan to do stuff on a lunch it's, you, know, you know i know colleagues who, who who like to get other stuff done at lunch they need to go and do i don't know do some posting or some chores I'm all over that. Your lunch hour, sh- the lunch hour should be precious. Oh, get some vitamin, get some vitamin D, get some fresh air. You know, don't be chained to your desk all day. It's all about well-being in the workplace, Tom. And and uh, oh, I, I would, I would, I would, um, I would make sure that you you you, you keep push your chest out, keep your head up, and 
you know, fight back, you know, even if it is your, your senior management, you know, and they don't do a, an ounce of exercise, you know, get them, convert them, Tom, convert them Absolutely. to a, a well, you know, finding a, a better way of, of looking after themselves. So, um, so going on about that then, so what's your, so what do you do then? So why so, do you accept the meeting? Do you decline it? Do you just go, are you a pushover? Tell me. There's a few different tactics. Now, I used to, and I don't anymore, I used to adopt the strategy of, of just blocking out and blo- blocking out the time before and after a lunch hour in my calendar. I haven't done that in a while, actually. And I've no, and actually, I don't think it does matter because too many people just put a meeting in your calendar and actually check if you're available. So anyway, the, on this particular example this week, I actually just, uh, I, I, I refused a meeting. I refused a meeting. I said, I can't do it. I think of a reason why. If they'd asked me the reason, I would have said, yeah, I'm going for a run. But um, in, in my defense... to your boss? Ah, sorry, no, I've got this, uh, this uh, multi-million contract. Nah, nah, I'm, I've got something better no, here. No, well, A, I'm a big believer that your emergency isn't always my emergency. And this meeting was not an emergency meeting. Fair you know, enough. It That's, could have been done at any stage. Yeah. We did the same, we had the same discussion so that was yesterday. It was supposed to be from half eleven through to one. We had the same discussion today, so fine. Um, if it's if it's a couple of days out, I'll just read. I can I can rejig it. But the difficulty is so today at one stage it looked like I was going to have someone said, "Oh, can we meet at lunch to discuss something?" Because their, their day was busy, and I was like, Ugh. "It's at ten o'clock." They mentioned this to me, right? And I had I'm planning to double today. Now if I I, I was in a meeting, at, I had to be in work for seven fifteen, and I'm not getting I'm. Anyway, I hadn't run. Whether that's reason or rhyme or reason is, is not important in this case. It's ten o'clock. I haven't run yet, and I need to double. And someone wants to meet at lunch. That 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 doesn't comply. So <laughs> actually, so in this instance, I just I was quite honest and said, actually, I'm I'm going to go for a run at lunch. You, you mind if we run? We meet later on or or whatnot. And that was fine. And uh, I think that's why I'm going to be try quite upfront about it. But I also want people to get. This is maybe me being a bit self-indulgent here but i feel like saying i'm not just going out for a run because i want to go out and have a nice lovely time i've got a, I've got a plan here i've got to double today got i've to got double. a race on the weekend i need to front load my week here because i've got a race on the weekend so i can't wait to tell somebody that he doesn't run they won't have a clue what you just said they won't, <laughs> I, need they won't have any, I need to double you run twice today like twice. Uh, yeah what's wrong with you you've got a you've got a problem are you a crack addict too I feel like I need to. I'm. Uh, I. I need to really defend the lunch. The. I'm. A, I. F- I see myself as the protector of the lunch hour. <laughs> you, you should. Know, people be, who. Uh, you could be the wellness ambassador. That's what you need to do at your work. You need to become the wellness ambassador. Go, look, guys. I am the face of wellness right now. I will. You know. You can't. You can't be doing that to me. You know. That's. That's against my ethos. This is the ethos that I'm promoting. Make sure that you keep your lunch hours free, folks. And endorse that throughout your workplace. And this this yeah. applies to everyone listening right now. If you've got a workplace and you think, you know, no one's really doing anything with their, their colleagues, there's not, you know, everyone's not exercising, there's there's no one really pushing well-being in your work, which is hugely important in, in any, regardless if you have a manual job, if you work in an office, um, get it, sort yourselves out, sort your, sort your workforce out because it will make everyone a lot happier. And that's part of what my role is um, at Aberdeen Sports Village. And uh, Healthy Working Lives is a great way of uh, starting that initiative. So have a look at that. And it's free. Um, get your wellness ambassador. You know, Find a champion within your workplace and, and get cracking. And, and make sure the runners get a, an opportunity to run where they can and when they can. Absolutely. 
we actually have a really good uh, I mean our policies at work and our general sort of uh, culture at work is really good a lot of I mean I went out running last Monday at work at lunch with 14 people from work mass you know it's amazing like we've got that but it's just that um, I want it to become more Oh, Logan's arrived. <laughs> I want it. I want. I'm, I need. I realise that I need to just be. I need it to be known. Like, oh yeah. Unless it's like an emergency, I'm not scheduling a meet with Tom at lunch. Except, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I need that. I need that. I need to be. I need to just be seen as a dick. Yeah. That's, <laughs> exactly. uh, that, that's yeah. it. But also, uh, you've got to. You know, if anyone kicks off, you go look. You know, that 14 people. If they don't get their running, they're going to be miserable bastards. Aren't they? Yeah. And that's exactly. the thing. That's and then that'll affect their work. That'll affect the performance at work. And um and now you know you know what it's like. We we all know and and the listeners will know if you don't get that that planned run that you've got something comes up, you kick off. You kick off big time. You're not in a good mood. You're not. Oh, you, of, I'm not even listening in the meeting. So I'm sitting in the meeting I, thinking I should be out pounding ten k. Pounding the miles, so, like you know. Exactly. So I am. Um, it's a it's a double negative. I should say it's. It's only annoyed me because it's happened a couple of times recently, and generally, it's uh, we're really good with it at work, and it's on me to be more strict at saying no, that's not happening. And actually, one tactic I'm thinking is, I mean, I'm in at seven thirty, so I'm going to start saying to these people, I can meet you at seven thirty if you want. Ah, right, yeah, do it. Yeah, you say well, because I can tell you right now that will that will soon <laughs> exactly. change the the feeling. Definitely do that. I I think, but I, I would recommend blo- I block I block out my time when I if I'm doing a, a lunch run. I'll block it out in my calendar, and no one will get in that unless it's a priority and it's an emergency. Then it's it's urgent. Then I will change it. But anything other than that, I'll stick to my guns. I'll try and be flexible with people. But um, but you know, when it comes to the commute that I have, having Logan and, and Debbie wanting to do our training, there isn't there isn't really a much of uh, flexibility anymore. And that's one thing yeah, I've, I've sure. found, and and that'll be like you too. You know you. So, and, and it, your listeners precious. too, time is precious, so plan it and, and stick to your guns and, unless you, you have to adapt uh, or change it um, for other circumstances that are important. Um, so, yeah. I was going to say to any listeners organising a lunchtime meeting, think about your audience, but our listeners are all out running at lunch. <laughs> you know, so preaching to the choir here. Exactly. Right, right, Kyle. Right. TRS run of the week. Well, I, I don't your know. call. I, I've no idea. There's not been much results, have there? There hasn't been. I mean, I, I'll be. You can ext- I, I mean, I'll be biased, and this is pretty bad because we haven't had any nominations for a while, folks. Um, so extend yeah, it back to Tallahassee if you want. I, I think I might actually. Uh, I think for me, uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with with Debbie being the, and I know Fiona's been the runner of the week. So uh, you know, I'll give I'll give uh, uh, De- Debbie the the runner of the week. And oh, hold hold on though, I'm gonna I'm, I forgot to mention something that was quite important. Park run. I did a, I did my very first buggy park run uh, when I was uh, wow. when I was at, at, at um, it, where was it Claremont Park Run in, in Orlando, and I ended up winning it over. Well, I didn't actually win it. Logan won the race. He was the first uh, ah, first, over, first the line. over the line. So maybe Logan should be the runner of the week. Okay, I like that's cool because that's uh that's uh that's good. Well done, Logan. Well done, Logan, for the, the run of the week, beating your dad and your 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 your, uh, your mum as well at the same time. Either Logan or Debbie. There you go. They can both have it. Very good. Right, let's move this on. We're almost at two hours, and I'm absolutely Hank Marvin. Sorry, folks. Upcoming races this weekend. So, so starting today, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow is Arma 5K. So 
good luck to all the Scots going out there. We're going to give a bye shout out to our man Cameron Russell Strachan who goes. Um, if this podcast is out by tomorrow, which it probably may not be, congratulations or commiserations to those who ran in armour. But um, that's that's uh, that's come and gone. We've got the National Cross coming up in a couple of weeks. Record entries, which is great. Entries are closed though, but we'll do a preview. And uh, we're excited that in the end of March, Ron Geary. Yeah, that's that's um, well, it's not long ago at all now. It's what seven. So the the events Sunday the 29th of March, um, and yeah, entries are going to be closing on the fir- Sunday the 1st of March. So this is probably one of my favourite races. I think you know as a local race uh, up in the north, but even if you're travelling from from down south, it's a great great event. Um, well attended. Um, it's a community feel, and uh, there's an opportunity to run the 5k. The the um, yeah, you've got the the E Blast E um, 5K, you've got the Dandara 10K, you've got the Bonacord Glass Half Marathon, um, and also there's a junior run too. And yeah, it's it's a great race. I've done all all the events now, and um, my favourite one, I must admit, is the, the Half Marathon. It's, it, it it overshadows the Benahee uh, Hills, oh, wow. and it's an undulating course. I think I actually think it's uh, it, it, it's potentially got. Um, it's a PB course. It's undulating, but there, there's a couple of hills. But I, I think for anyone who might be looking for a quick half, then you might, or even a quick ten, you know, a quickish ten k, you might, you might find yourself doing quite well at the, the, the Run Geary events as well. So, so how, how could listeners uh, get involved then? What do they have to do to enter the Run Geary Race Festival? Go on the website, um, and you can, you can enter online. Um, just as per usual, and um, I think the spaces will be sold out. Probably sold out before first of March. So I would definitely get you get your name in the get your name in the hat and uh, guarantee your space. So yeah, Sorry. yeah. It's uh, uh, there'll be a bit more information about the events, but I, I work quite closely with, with well, we we work quite closely with Rangiri, and um, I'm a big supporter of the events. So um, I think it's it's a great thing for the the town of Inverurie as well. Um, but also for runners too, and um, yeah, just from nice. from the top end to the to the first time tryers too. So uh, yeah, get yourself involved, folks. Other races, I'm just going to give a shout out because we've had a we've had a message from uh, a friend of ours, Campbell Hayden, it, uh, who is the race director of the Chapton of Elsick 10K. Entries for that are now open. That is on Sunday, the 12th of July, 2020. So. Uh, get involved in that. Uh, I'm going to see if I can run that this year because that's um, it's. Uh, you look at the guys last year, Robbie, Cameron, etc., who ran, said it was a good run. Um, so we'll try and um, we'll try and get along to that. But anyway, entries are open. Get signed up before it sells out. The other one, I'm going to put my club hat on. The Metro Aberdeen Beach 10K is now open, and it is on Friday, the 5th of June. Fright a flat course, no roads to cross, super quick Friday night race social event afterwards what's not to love it is also the only fast 10k in spring now in in Aberdeen in the northeast so get involved it's going to be a it's going to be mega so uh entries open for that as well what's what's happening Tommy lots happening very Good exciting chat. yeah well I don't even think we talked about your training or anything <laughs> that was all about me well, so upcoming races. Let me finish the upcoming yeah. races. So this weekend is the what we, what is going. I'm going to run 59.58 this weekend at the Kinloss to Lossiemouth 
course. half marathon because there was a 40 mile per hour tailwind on the point to point course. So it's, Say that again, Tom. 40 mile an hour tailwind Jesus. on a point to point race. So I'm putting out there because I, I let listeners know my training's going really well actually. I, with the guests in the last couple of weeks, I haven't really talked about it, and I'm about to go off to eat, so I'm not going to go into it in too too much detail. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna just week. stop you there. If anyone gets a PB there, it's not a PB because I agree. Uh, it, so this if is you get why a PB, this, I'm not gonna. Sorry, Tom, you're not. Mate, this it. is why I'm putting this is why I'm putting it out there. You know me, I'm all about honest. And, you are. So I'm so I'm putting out there. This the conditions there are ridiculous. I'm. I've always planned to go up to get an early benchmark. I actually am tentatively thinking I'm in reasonable shape at the moment. So I'm, I don't think I'm quite in 71 shape from a couple of years ago, but I think I might, I think I can run 72 minutes. We'll see what the wet, see what it's like running with that sort of tailwind. Maybe I'm going to run super quick, but whatever it is, it, I'm going to take it with a pinch of salt because the, the real test will come in <laughs> late March when I get a real benchmark ahead of London. You need to um, get yourself but, a pair of fly next percents for the, for the I'm, gonna wear, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear four percents on the weekend. Why not wear your nexties? Well, I've got an old pair of vape flies. I feel I should use. I'm gonna wear right, nexties. Get, get your nexties on. Uh, I'll save save them for for London. So, I'm um, anyway. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking. We've been a while since Tilly that I raced. I'm in I'm in better shape now. I'm hitting marathon pace splits at the moment and training at two thirty pace, which is good. But I, it's easy to say that I'm not. I haven't done anything long. I haven't done like you know. 10, 12, 14 miles at the end of a long run yet. So that's when you really know you're you're in shape or not. But I think I think I'm in I'm in a, in a I'm in a good place. And I'm actually I'm I'm pre- looking at my training. I'm 10 weeks out. I'm pretty much in line with where I was training wise. 10 weeks out from Frankfurt, which is encouraging. And I think I 10 weeks out from Frankfurt. I also did the Great Aberdeen half so it'll be interesting to see how that goes i ran 73 high there last year so if i can run low 73 yeah. sub 73 that'd be cool fingers crossed well, that's a, there's an interesting field there so i mean robbie and so i joke about myself but robbie simpson kenny wilson are both running so we might see that one of them run something ridiculous at a time on a with that sort of tailwind <laughs> that'd be brilliant you know, ben ward's running so i mean there's a big a really quick front field i think tom roach might be running oh really so, so I'm uh we'll see I don't know where I'm at we'll see we'll see and uh, I'll report back next week oh, we're, we'll we're, have a good idea where I'm at we'll be waiting we'll be listening and waiting in tenter hooks Tom for for how things go so uh, if you want to take a a cheeky little uh, GoPro and, and show yourself flying along the course that'll mm-hmm. be that'll be entertaining for TRS listeners as well I'm sure great very good right well I think that kind of gets us to the end eventually sorry folks uh, it was a long one then. You know, it's, oh, uh, it's, I hope it was entertaining for you and, um, and I, I, I suppose I'm, I'm just excited to get back into podcasting, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, telling, you know, spreading the, spreading the TRS love. Eh? Absolutely. Listeners, as always, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do, uh, our email address is tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Facebook, we're at tartanrunningshorts and Twitter is at tartanshorts. Of course, our fantastic web- website by, Leo Connor is available at www.tartanrunningshorts.com. So, we uh, have a good week, Kyle. Uh, you as well, and good luck for for Sunday. Uh, you know, just just stand tall, jump yes. jump weight. You know, if you if you're finding you're struggling, just jump high, and the, the wind will take you. Get yourself a baggy, some, uh, baggy t-shirt. Baggy t-shirt. Um, you know, with, with baggy with, shorts with some some sticks to. To, to give you that kind of assistance as well, you know, there's uh, <laughs> lots of things that you can do, you know, 
be as ridiculous as you can to to to, to get you to the end in the, a, a sub a sub sixty five time. Absolutely. Right. Well, thanks for listening, folks, and uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you next week. Now, I I believe Tom, I'm gonna have to get another standing get. I'm gonna have to get a standing guest. Yeah. I, I know. So, uh, listeners, we had a couple of people emailed me actually saying they were happy to step in. So maybe that that could be an opportunity for you to get a listener on board. That could be a an option if you're struggling. Well, I'm not doing it myself. That's for sure. It won't. It won't be yeah. happening. I'll just be like, sorry, I'll wait until we come back. <laughs> <laughs> but the show must go on, I'm sure. So I will. Uh, I'll endeavour to to find someone who who'll uh, who'll who'll help me out for the for for the week ahead. So nice. Well. Right, well, have good a good stuff. time well, good and uh, enjoy the race, and Thanks. we'll we'll hear from how how everything goes. So, indeed, fantastic. Right, see you later, guys. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.